0: Welcome to Embrace Your Brain's exciting new series called Embracing the Mature Mind. Join Dr. D Coulter as she explores the natural brilliance awaiting us all in the upper decades. Welcome to the podcast. Today's topic, backward biographies, exploring the ground. We usually think of biographies as a chronological chain of events in our lives. You know, what we've done. If we have a lot of accomplishments and awards and promotions it can feel especially unnerving to retire. So then who are we? We can ask what we did in life as if our lives are somehow coming to a close. And if we spent those middle years raising a family or working steadily at the same job for many years or with health challenges that kept us out of the workforce or were able to enjoy life without having to work, well, then it's even harder to explain what we did but the doing side of our lives is only half of the picture. The other half might be called the being half. What have we become over the decades? Well, that's almost impossible to track going forward, but it's very easy to discover if we look backward. Most of the critical events, insights, setbacks, and people in our lives take on more significance in retrospect. These experiences most of which we'd never think to mention in our forward biography, helped to shape our character, they impacted our ability to care for ourselves and others, and they shed light on who we've become. We're going to look at three blocks of time, from birth to to 21, then 21 to 42, and finally 42 to 63. So that'll take us close to the retirement age traditionally. When the doing part of our lives is probably winding down, and the being or wisdom part of our lives should be on the rise. The older you are, the more fascinating this podcast is likely to be. But even if you're in those midlife years, you'll come to see another side of yourselves, and perhaps you'll come closer to a clear sense of purpose as well. Obviously, this process of reflection is going to take several podcasts to explore, Today is going to be all about the first 21-year block. This period forms the ground of our being, and it heavily influences who we're to become in life. We're going to think back on those years in several ways, as if we're using different lenses for each viewing. The first lens takes a before-and-after view. Every now and then, I've met somebody who actually lived an idyllic childhood with no major events at all. But most of us have had our ups and downs. Some have even had a truly major event, one that divided their memories in half, life before this event and life after it. Think back on your first 21 years. If you recall such an event, how did it shape the decades that followed? Here are two very different examples. One young boy was hit in the eye by an arrow when he was eight and he lost the sight of that eye. He was totally in love with nature, but he could no longer see distances well enough to study birds or large animals anymore, so he began studying the insect world instead. He went on to become the world's foremost authority on ants, and he pioneered in the connection between behavior and genetics. He was a Harvard professor, and he won two Pulitzer Prizes for writing about his innovative insights. The other boy was happily enjoying his school. He was in a gifted and talented program in fifth grade and seemed to be on track for developing his academic skills. But then one parent lost his job and the family had to move to a different home and school. That school was tougher and he soon decided that either he had to learn to be a bully or he'd become a victim. That aggressive pattern never quit. He always looked back at that year as a fork in the road, resenting what he'd lost. His middle decades have been consumed with rage behaviors and failed relationships. The second lens is less dramatic. We can call it breaks and setbacks. When these events happen, they seem either pretty positive or pretty negative. But sometimes those breaks might have come too soon and you really weren't ready for all that attention. Yo-Yo Ma, the great cellist, attributes part of his lifelong love of his instrument and his great skill to his parents, who never let him perform for audiences until he was in his early teens. At the time, he felt he wasn't being given a break. But in retrospect, he sees that that was a big part of the reason he never burned out. He deepened his commitment first. For others, an early break was an incredible boost in their skill development. How about you? And were there events that felt like setbacks at the time, but turned out to be a blessing when you look back on it? The next two lenses involve the significant people in your life in these first 21 years. Sometimes you could recognize their impact at the time. You might have had mentors or special teachers who saw your potential and worked with you to draw it forth. Or maybe there was a special person who might have seen that you were having real challenges and needed an ally. You might have spent a number of months or even years under their wing. Looking back now, how did these people influence who you've become? Do you find yourself paying it forward and helping others now? The last lens that we have time to explore today is one of my favorites. Call it the gifts and curses of the one-liners in your life. It's about those painful sentences that cut right through you at the time and may still reverberate today. Those that took a lot of work to overcome, or even worse, have taken their place as part of your self-talk when you criticize yourself. And then there are those sentences that were pure gifts. The one-liner by someone who knew and valued you and kind of bookmark your journey with an inspiring or insightful comment that lives in your memory as clearly now as it did when they first said it. These one-liners can even come from strangers or be part of a talk you heard from a speaker you would never meet. Jot the great ones down on a note card if you want, and then as you recall them, they can still nourish you when you feel a bit overwhelmed by life. And as part of looking back, Are you noticing that you're offering those one-liner gifts to others now? Sometimes we don't even know we've done it. Teachers are often told from former students that something they said made a huge impact on that student's life. And the odd thing is that most of those one-liners were so spontaneous that we can't even remember ever saying them. We were just unconsciously paying those gifts forward. Before we move on to explore the next 21-year block, There's one more lens I want to explore with you, but it's going to take a whole podcast of its own to unpack it. Next time, we're going to look at the role of play and the motions involved in your choices of play. These motions have a powerful way of forming how our minds are going to play later. We could even say that it's movement that makes our minds. I really hope you'll join me in this important conversation. Please send your comments for sharing to d at embraceyourbrain.com. I look forward to hearing from you.